We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Hello. You know what I love about us? <laughs> yeah. We're real problem solvers. Well, I mean, we solved a problem tonight, even. For like 40 minutes, we were trying to figure out how to connect our phones <laughs> to record. It seems pretty live. Like, I'm not feeling the delay. Or how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, usually, the, the delay comes in listening back. Oh, uh, okay. That was my experience from before times. Okay. So anyway, here so we we'll are. So we'll have to see. Coming to you live from Dodger Stadium. Should I just, I mean, I have a little button at the top where I can add people. Should I just add C-Jane? <laughs> she would be so pissed. She's I'm going to been... text her. Uh-huh. Do it. And just see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Um, okay, she's been sent a text, so we'll see if she joins. Hello, uh, how are you? Okay, I'm great. She'll have to create an account. True. <laughs> Welcome to Hot Drinks. This Welcome. Is a, this is a podcast, uh, a weekly podcast about um, truth and... <laughs> and light. And light and honor. Um, I wish you could see my cat right now because he's sleeping in his little bowl. Oh his, my god. His tail's hanging out the back. Oh. And then both of his front legs are just sticking straight out the front of the bowl. It, that <laughs> cannot be comfortable. Oh my god. This cannot be me. comfortable. Um, cats can be comfortable in the Holocaust. Like, the, oh, we should probably. Oh my god. See, we should probably. This is, <laughs> these are the things that prevent us from being a global podcast. <laughs> When you make jokes about the Holocaust, I, that was that a joke about the Holocaust or about cats? Like, well, <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> Great, let's quickly quickly change the subject. Um, Before we really get into it, I just want to oh. say, if you are a gentle listener and you thought to yourself, "They're never going to record again," <laughs> fuck you. I want you to Venmo Venmo both of us fifteen to twenty dollars oh. right now. <laughs> both of us. That means you have to give out your Venmo handle. I feel like people know it. They can find it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fine. I, I also take Apple Cash. I take PayPal. I take all the, I take the Cash app. Remember that? Does anyone use the Cash app anymore? Yeah. Sometimes people do. Like they'll lead okay. with that. They'll lead with that. Cash app me and I'll look at them and they'll go, or Venmo or Apple Pay. And I'm so, like, why do you? So if you saw this pop up in your podcast feed and you thought, holy shit, I never thought I'd see them again. $15, $15. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Do it. Cha-ching. God, I love it when it makes that sound. It is It is nice. It is a nice um, sound. I'm What's not going to get into specifics, but we made some commitments to each other. And by we made some commitments, I mean I sent you a Marco Polo you never responded to what? about the frequency of recording the podcast. Oh, so... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. So, well, then we didn't make commitments if I didn't respond. Well, but oh. that's what I'm saying. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And and what did you say? What did we commit to? Well, we're not going to talk about it because then if we don't live up to the commitment, then we're just disappointing people. Let's under promise and over deliver. You know well, what I mean? I, I think that people are, our listeners are used to being disappointed. Edged. 
they're like they're edged by this podcast completely completely and they love those dirty little sluts love it <laughs> they love waiting for a new podcast and they're i mean they're like please please give it to me please give me a new show and we're like you wait you little bitch you'll yeah. get one when we're ready when and they're we... like oh my god i need it so bad and we're like we don't fucking care we have depression <laughs> how is your depression by the way you know, I kind of hate it because I'm doing therapy and it's fucking working. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like, I had a moment this week where... I'm so sorry. Uh, I hate, fucking hate it. I had a moment <laughs> this week where I was talking to a friend about something that's really stressing me out. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't want to get into all the specifics because I'd have to explain too many things. But basically, sure. I, I had this moment where like therapy popped up and I was like, oh shit, I'm doing <laughs> the thing that therapy says I do. <laughs> And then I and then I had to acknowledge that to the friend, like, oh my God, I'm doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And that and and anyway, now I have to tell my therapist that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking scam. It's Got such it. a fucking scam. Because it works. Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's the opposite of a scam. <laughs> this is anyway, fantastic. How's your depression? This is fantastic news. I don't think I'm depressed right now. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So why are we even making this podcast? Well, who knows? Because what is the point? So yeah. we don't have really a topic today. I do want to do some comings and blowings. Wait, what do we call those now? Is it still comings and blowings? Oh, is it bagels and horrors? Ba- oh, bagels and horrors. It's been a while. It's been a while. So I do want to do some bagels and horrors. And then we have three things to talk about on this episode. So it's it's yeah. just going to be, a. I mean, unlike most of our episodes that are very focused, that are very driven, <laughs> that we send production notes to Back each other. Up. This is backed up with research yep this is gonna be a little rambly right but there are three things okay number one what's number one okay number one is the shit show going in and mormon going on in mormon land right now i thought that was number three but that's fine what's number two okay number two is um my life in san francisco i thought that was number two okay Okay. but okay and then what's number three and number three is I'm just going back into my memory bank here. I literally uh, texted this to you like an hour ago. I know. Uh, oh, the the you and NC Jane uh, bringing me out here. Yes, yes. Was that so, it? See, I thought that was number one. Was talking but, about the trip where. Well, we I didn't know it was in order. When have we ever done anything in in an order? Well, let's do some bagels and horrors. Do you have anything? Bagels and horrors. Okay, so I it is October first. Right. So that's a bagel. Not to get, oh, fuck yeah, it is. Not to get into what we're, you know, the content of the actual content of the episode, but it has been a month since we came out here. I know. And then it's been like two months since we recorded. <laughs> that's probably true. Um, yeah, it has been. So I have been out here for a month. Classes started on the 7th. Wild. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, okay, so the bagel, let's see, no, the, the, the bagel. The, the bagel is you live in San Francisco. The bagel is... Uh, You're doing the things you dreamed of. Right. The horror is about three days ago, I started to miss my kids. Oh, no. Yeah. They don't miss you. I, <laughs> I think Lil Not Twain... Not a tiny bit. I think Lil Twain does... 
Nah, maybe not really. Well, she said as much, but that could be false. Um, I thought you were going to say the horror is that you are still poor. You have not yet received that. Okay, that's horror number two. I have okay. not yet received the student loan disbursement. So after all the the school bills have been paid, I get what's left over, and we are all still waiting on it. Meaning all the students. Yeah. And so, you're all eating toast yes. for dinner. Okay, so one student. <clears throat> This story is a horror. We were talking before our Meisner class started. Meisner is an acting technique named after a guy named Sandy Meisner. And <clears throat> it w- Sandy? Yeah. He was Jewish. Right. Of course. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, I, I was like, you guys, I come to class and I just realize how hungry I am. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I... I haven't, we haven't gotten our student loans yet. So I like, I'm like eating like strawberry seeds. And one kid who is a tablespoon of strawberry seeds, my daughter's age was like last night. And I said, last night I ate carrots and I was eating them. And this is me talking now. And I was eating them and I was thinking to myself, I am grateful for these carrots. And he, the student was like, I know me too. I ate a bowl of rice and I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. And it's just so bleak. Um, But we did get an email on Friday that it should post in one to two business days. Oh, that's wonderful. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you will have some money. Yeah. I usually just tell you this shitty stuff. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. So I will have some money and I'm not sure how much it is because I got two different emails saying two different amounts. So it's going to be like $17 and I'll be like, please survive (laughs) off this amount until December. I will literally go move in with my (laughs) ex-husband. Yeah, me too. I'm already living there actually. How's that going? My money is so tight that I moved in with your (laughs) ex-husband. Well, you've got the house to yourself this weekend because he's in Vegas to see Gaga. Oh, what that faggot. Anyway, <laughs> it's going fine, except every time he walks in the room, I just cross my arms and, like, click my tongue, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I haven't I haven't actually spoken words to him. That's been the extent of our interactions. <laughs> and when you're... He'll be like, are you settling in okay? Like, is the couch okay? Because he doesn't have a bed. And I'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, Great. So do you have a bagel or a horror to share? I decided to keep my bagels very light because I knew your bagels would be a little heavier. Your horrors would be a little heavier. Oh. And maybe this bagel can be helpful to you. Okay. So this is what I had for dinner tonight. Tomatoes, right? Cheap, easy to get. We're in tomato season. Fresh. Yep. Okay. Okay, So little olive oil in a pan, little garlic, also cheap. Yeah. Throw those tomatoes in. Start stirring them around. Throw in a little white wine, right? Stir that around. Throw in a little butter or a lot of butter. Okay. Stir that around. This is, see, this is all very easy. Okay. You probably can't afford white wine, but that's okay. (laughs) And then you cook some angel hair pasta. That's right. I said angel hair. I know you think it went out of style in the 90s, 90s. but that bitch is, that bitch is back. Is it? She is back. Oh, she is back with a vengeance. Okay, I feel that. And then you just, if you've got a little basil, you throw in a little basil, you throw that angel hair in there, you stir it around, you add a little pasta water, you add some Parmesan cheese, maybe a little red pepper flake, a little salt, a little black pepper. Wow. 
Anyway, it's fucking delicious. Okay, and the tomatoes, you just put them in whole? <laughs> uh, I had cherry tomatoes, so I cut them in half. I would say if you had bigger tomatoes, I would, you know, cut them in quarters or something. What about a... Because you want them to kind of break down a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, it's delicious. Well, that's great to hear. It's so good. So this is you cooking on a budget. I mean, sure. Um, <laughs> the horror is... Yeah. It's not even really a horror, but the the white... I did not have any wine in the house. I went to the liquor store to get some. I'm trying to be, you know, budget conscious. I bought um, <clears throat> Saint-Chapelle, the Idaho vineyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I bought their soft, soft white. Soft white. Now, how do you feel about Saint-Chapelle? Okay, I've had their Merlot and their soft red. Okay. Loved them both. Great. So I got their soft white. It's very sweet. Yes. Very sweet. Yeah, their soft red is too. Okay. I'm drinking the rest of it now because I put a little bit out of there. Maybe made my sauce a little bit sweet. Wished I'd had something drier. But but as I was drinking it, I was like, this soft white, this has got to be like 2% alcohol because it's so sugary and it's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. This bitch is 13. Oh, so fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah. Idaho's like, we'll take away trans rights. And we'll give you boozy wine, you know? <laughs> God. So that's kind of my horror is I wish I'd chosen a wine that was a little more, um, like a little drier, a little more robust. But, you know, finishing okay. off the soft white. So my mother. and May she rest in peace. I, she's still alive. Um, her name is Anita. Um, she put sugar in her spaghetti sauce. Oh, yep. I've heard of this. What is that about? Well, I served my LDS Mormon mission in Italy. Yeah. I learned to cook pasta from fat old Italian women. <laughs> and I feel like they would put a knife in your throat if you asked to put sugar in the spaghetti okay, sauce. Okay, but yes, for real. Or and or but green bell peppers, which is what my mom would Oh God. Do. Oh God. <laughs> there is nothing I hate. I mean if, if you were listing things I hate, like the things that make my blood boil the most, <laughs> yeah. it would be number one, Mormons, number two, green bell peppers, number three, Republicans. Oh, that's like right. Those, that's those right. are the things that just make my blood boil. Green peppers or green bell peppers is the, one of the things that's none of your business, right? Oh, was it? I think so. Pro sure, probably. <laughs> the, those things are shit. <laughs> And they do not belong in a pasta sauce. They're necessary in gumbo, which I made today. Oh, did you? How was it? Because historically, when you've made gumbo, you've been really angry and you've yelled at the people you're <laughs> no, making. No, it just so... one time. Okay, let's get. So, the... how was the gumbo today? Okay, I'll, we need to give the listeners some context to that. Um, the gumbo was, it was solid. It was good. Okay. It was hard cooking in my kitchen. One, because it's super tiny. And two, I still don't have, like, all the kitchen things yet. So okay. I had to, like... Wait, did you have people over improvise. to your quotation mark apartment? No, I brought it downstairs okay. to, like, the common area. Oh, okay, okay, to, okay. Yeah, and, I, and there were just a handful of my classmates. So the story about the gumbo and me being angry, it's... There was a time that I had you and C-Jane and Mr. C-Jane over and Cindy and Mr. Cindy over for gumbo. And I was explaining the proper way. Cause it was, wasn't it for like, it was like Mardi Gras or there was a reason. Wasn't there? <laughs> so I don't know, but I do know it was pride month. 
of last year. Oh, okay, okay. And you were wearing a kimono. Oh, I did wear a cute kimono. Yeah. I was so cute that night. Yeah. And I was explaining how to dish it up. You were all like just chatting in the kitchen and I had to interrupt you and explain how to dish it up because I didn't want you to like fill your bowl up with rice and then top it with gumbo. I wanted to fill right. your roll, your bowl up with gumbo and just right. do a little dollop of rice. And I needed to explain that right. a whole year plus goes by. And it's now pride of 2024. And CJ... <laughs> it's the future. CJ... No, no, this was pride of 2022. I know, but you said a whole year went by. So then it's, oh, so then it's Pride of 2023. Yeah, yeah. A whole so year we goes stood by. in your kitchen and talked from June 2022 to no. June 2023. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. While you were trying no. to explain how gumbo works, how food works. No. So a whole year goes by before C. Jane tells me that I seemed, oh, I see. I see I where seemed we're going. really angry when <laughs> I was explaining it. Yes. And that that she and Mr. C. Jane were like, is she mad at us? <laughs> and I, I had no idea I came across that way. So that's... I don't remember it, but I'm gonna go with C. Jane's narrative. Yeah, that's fine. That you were mad. Do you have so? Any... Were you mad at your fellow graduate students when you gave them gumbo? <laughs> You were, like, were you like you put put your fucking scoop of gumbo in the bowl <laughs> and then you put you you dirty little cunt you put one <laughs> scoop of rice on top and no more listen it's it's that cooking stresses me out and we figured this out when um i took all my kids to la salle before uh -huh. i moved away because yeah. I, I wanted them to experience it and um some of them still hadn't met cj and mr cj and uh kids see jane's kids and so uh i wanted to cook dinner both nights since they were doing breakfast and lunch and um see jane was kind of watching me cook and she was like this makes so much sense you were so stressed out when you made gumbo for us and you're so stressed out about cooking and now i get it i thought you were mad at me <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. It's just cooking that stresses me out, which started once I was a mom. So I love that. We can all, we can, I can hold space for that. We, and we learn can, from we, it. We can honor that pain. <laughs> we can ask that pain. What are you trying to teach me, pain? Right. About cooking? You know, like we can do all those wow. things. Wow. Listen to this therapy speak. Listen, I love you should, cooking. You should start a therapy Instagram account. Listen. <laughs> No, I know you love cooking and it blows my mind. It's wild to me. The other day I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying that her partner has a son who is queer and, you know, kind of grew up Mormon. And she was saying, yeah, my partner is wondering if you could like, if you would be a good person to like give his son advice. And I was like, imagine, imagine me giving advice, <laughs> giving life advice to the young queers. <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous yeah so um any other bagels of horrors i mean not i mean i've it's been so fucking long i don't even know my whole life is a horror um lately it has been yeah it's been a real horror but that, but whatever and um yeah i like bagels i don't know i don't even know i don't even know where to go okay great i'm gonna propose something uh daring 
Oh, for, shit. What if we just don't take a break? Because I don't know if we can reconnect. Oh, well, I have to pee so bad. Oh, motherfuck. Okay, well, <laughs> this might be the end of the episode. This might be the whole, it this might, might be. be all the GLs get. And then in case, just in case that is the, the case, love you all. Greetings from San Francisco. We'll be back in four weeks. Bye. Bye. How was how was peeing? It was great. I feel like a new woman. Oh good. Oh good. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're back. We took a break. Mm-hmm. And we we're su- back. Successfully reconnected. Yeah. I poured a little bourbon. You did not pour anything because you live in a dry apartment. I do. We'll get so, into that. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. Okay. Okay. Are but you I eating, eating something? Come on. What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> It was just for Becky with a CK. She loves it. What are you eating? Chocolate. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Okay. So. First on the agenda. Yes. <clears throat> okay. It's <laughs> the trip. Yes. So you invited CJ and I to accompany you to San Francisco to help you move there. We oui, oui. And we said yes. Yes, you did. Yes, please. Uh-huh. So, I don't know where you want to start. Do you want to start with the night before you left, when you're at CJ's hotel room? Do you want to start with heading to the airport? Like, where do you want to start? Oh, my God. Um, let's start with the night before. Okay. So, you move out of your house. Yeah. Okay. Let's start there. My house is completely empty. Right. And anybody who's moved... Knows what it feels like when you are at that point. What your body right. feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like scrambled eggs that have been left out for three days. That's, that's real. What your, that's what your body feels like. Yep. Um, <clears throat> now, I love my house. As you gentle listeners know, I yes. loved that house so much after being through so much as a single mom. Yeah. So... So many, many scary scenarios. Yeah. Um, when I closed the door. Oh, my wait. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who just connected? The Lord and Savior. It is I. CJ and Christ, are you here? I am. <laughs> Behold, I have come. Oh, my God. I come at the meridian of time. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. Here's the plan, and you really should stay for the whole things. Right now, we're talking about the move. Yes, we just uh, started. Sister Twain is taking too long explaining about how much she loves the Sugar House house. <laughs> then we're going to talk about... Then Sister Twain's going to give us an update. Then we're going to talk about crazy Mormon shit. So you should stay the whole time. Oh, behold, I have come to bless you. <laughs> I love this so much. Okay, my presence and my light. Okay, when you earlier when Josh said we should invite CJ, I'm like, yes, do it. And then I was like, oh wait, that means she would have to create an account. And lo and behold, you've done it. You did. Yeah, when you're the Lord and Savior, things just work out. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. 
Oh my God, I miss you so much. Listen, I had no idea. I was just going to like pop right into the episode. Well, we're <laughs> mid-record, so here you are. We already know our 20-minute intro. Yeah, oh so now God. we're talking about, we're starting with the move. Wait, you've already done um, women's work, uh, bagel and... Bagels yes, and we horror. did bagels yeah. and horrors. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a bagel okay. and horror you want to well, share? Well, I'm a horror for a bagel. Well, <laughs> we aren't we all? For those of you just tuning in, you might be confused if we're saying horrors or whores. And I love the idea of someone just tuning in. (laughs) Just turn the radio dial. They downloaded a podcast, they started an episode and jumped 17 minutes in. (laughs) You guys, I literally just ended the Jets and the Chiefs game. Oh, okay. That's that's football. Is that with with our. Is that with our man Travis Kelsey? He's the yes. chief, right? But okay. but I I have to admit I actually was cheering for the Jets because the Jets had um oh you guys don't care and your listeners don't care I but they had they Zach do. Zach Wilson who was a former um, Brigham Young University quarterback and I wouldn't care about that except for my brother you know who's a coach there worked with him and you know okay kind of but a friend of the family and counterpoint universe. counterpoint yeah. Travis Kelsey is very hot and yes. dating Taylor Swift. So yes. Yes. I'm going to cheer for him. I, I mean, they won. Who did I, the oh, I hope I, that's a spoiler alert. Maybe somebody had saved the game and was oh. going to watch it later. Wait, who Too won the Chiefs? Bad. Kelsey the won? Chief, the Chiefs won, but Zach Wilson had a great game and he's been playing so badly since Aaron Rodgers went out. Wow. And, of yeah, course. You know. I'm going to delete this podcast. <laughs> delete the whole podcast channel. We're so doing, guess, we're doing that's sports my, analysis. My, my bagels and my horror right there. With okay. 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 You know, well, we're so glad to have you. Hold on. I, I just, I just want to say one more thing, if you don't, yes. about this game. It's, it's really a battle between the Mormons because, you know, the Chiefs uh, head coach is Andy Reid, who is a Mormon. So oh, you I got, did not know that. You could cheer. Okay. But Zach and Zach Wilson played for BYU, but was never really a Mormon. And then, after he was no longer the the quarterback at BYU, he started dating his mom's best friend. <laughs> the fuck? Wait, that's kind of hot. That Dude, is... this is. I don't understand why more gays don't get into the NFL. Was she? <laughs> was she Mormon? No, I don't think she was Mormon. Oh, Zach God. Wilson's family—they're right like they're like big time Ute fans. But BYU okay. recruited Zach Wilson. And you know, gave him a quarter a quarterback spot, and so he went there. But it, they were never; they're kind of Jack Mormons, you know. Wow, ugh, the worst kind. Welcome to Sports yeah. Center. I didn't know Sports <laughs> Center was so fucking horny. <laughs> Listen, there's something. This will come as a surprise to no one, but a younger person dating an older person so fucking hot. It's the hottest so fucking hot. thing I can think about. Yeah. Okay, there is a 49 year old woman in my program. Right. She's the oldest. I'm the second oldest. And then the next oldest is 12 years younger than me. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, anyway, her husband's 34. Hot. Oh. Fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. I get know. it. They're they're Christian, but it's okay. Well, then don't get it. <laughs> okay, so CJ, and here's where we're at. Okay. Uh, Sister Twain misses her home. Right. This might be a 10-minute segment. No, I, I'll go fast, I promise. Okay. Okay. So... House is empty. My body, I I am only standing on my two feet by sheer will. I lock the door 
The keys right. are inside. There's no way I'm getting back in. And I lost my shit. I sobbed oh, like I had lost a child or a pet. And then immediately went to the hotel where C. Jane was, which was just right. down the street. Right. And uh, we just talked and I downloaded with her and just cried some more. We um, went up to the room and the boy, my boys came so I could say goodbye. I had said goodbye to my daughters. Timothy and Jack came to the room to say goodbye. Are you crying again? No, Are you, no. Are you crying telling this story? I'm going to no. jump off. No, I, <laughs> I am not crying. Anyway, CJ's got to go. So we're, we're all three crying. CJ's in the closet in the hotel room. <laughs> I'm just trying to give Literally, him some space. <laughs> I just, but I want you to know too, Sister Twain, that during this whole proceed that these whole this whole procedure cj and i were having a separate text conversation okay where she was keeping me abreast of what was going on so throughout as we tell this tale throughout i'm going to try to interject what cj and i were actually saying from her in the closet that's so fucking funny and so there did come a point where they were still kind of hanging out we were done crying and I just wanted to shower and I wanted them to leave. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to get in the shower. Um, I guess you guys should go. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm kicking you out, but like, I really need to shower. <laughs> and so it still took them 10 minutes to leave. And right. Get it. And so there were like four shifts of goodbyes, right? Yeah. It was like the For first real. goodbye and then the second goodbye. Yeah. Seriously. And every time I'd like open the closet door, like, oh, is this the real one? Nope. <laughs> nope. Sneak right back in. <laughs> that's, that's like me in the 90s. And then I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm opening the closet door. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going back in. I did. I felt, I felt like I was doing your one woman show there, Josh. <laughs> oh my God. My one woman show, which is called Sometimes Tears Feel Great in a Place Like This. <laughs> what the hell? I didn't even know I was going to jump on. I was just watching the game, and now all of a sudden. You can leave at any time because we know this is a thing. Yeah. Right. What's the thing? Is so, it? What's the thing? So the boys leave, and then can I tell you what CJ text, yeah. texted to me? Yeah, go ahead. She said, Ashley just said to me, oh, what am I going to do about my car? <laughs> or was that the next day? Was that the next morning? Could I just tell you guys something? Yeah. Actually, yeah. her kids leave. And she's, she's like laying on the bed. And she's like, okay, so if you could just eat me out right now, that would be really helpful. <laughs> really. Help me out a lot. And it would help friendship. me out a lot. <laughs> So when did she say, what am I going to do about my car? Was it that day or was it the next morning? Uh, the next morning, she said. So we're like trying to get ready to go to the airport. Like two hours before our plane takes yeah. off. This is like, we're moving 18 big old bags in my car. And she's like, well, I still need to figure out where my car is going to go. And, you know. And when you texted me that, I thought, certainly, like, before you texted me that, I thought, 
certainly Sister Twain has dropped her car off at a friend's house, her ex-husband's yeah. house, and she has taken an Uber to the hotel. Nope, the car was there. The car that Sister Twain was trying to sell was at the listen, residence inn. Listen, the day, the day that I moved out of the house, so the day that I said goodbye to my boys, not only right, the did day I, before we fly on a plane. Not only did I finish moving out of my house, but I spent an hour and a half helping my girls move into their new house. Oh, we don't care. I, <laughs> it was, but also a lot. She she texted me like maybe twenty four things she had to do, and I was like, Ashley, what can I do to help? And then the next text was. What's your favorite chocolate at C's? <laughs> Why are you at C's? <laughs> it was right next door to the Xfinity store where I had to drop off the cable box. Okay, I'm going to fast forward us. So you Please. dealt with the car. Yes. I we, meet up at, we meet up at my house. Yes. We load into C. Jane's van. Mm-hmm. We drive to the airport. C. Jane misses the exit. It almost ruins the whole weekend, but it doesn't. <laughs> We get to the airport. Oh, God. We were the three stooges. For sure. We get to the airport. We we did everything wrong. We parked in the long-term parking. We should have dropped someone off at the front with all the bags. Yeah. Because you had six bags. Like, you checked every bag on every ticket. Yeah, yeah. To move all of your stuff. Yeah. CJ and I just had carry-ons, but you used I... every available checking spot. Right. So we get to the airport. We park in long-term. And then we are schlep. Well, and before we're schlepping the bags to the shuttle, you you stop in in C Jane's car and you unpack some things <laughs> and just leave oh, them there. I- and then we just move on. You left like a book. You left a small bag. Oh, yeah. You didn't say to C Jane, "Will you please throw these things away?" Oh, it was just like you just unpacked and then we moved. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Well, CJ we and I both do. We know. Yeah. We, Ashley, we were texting during this, you know, because we didn't want to, uh, you were under a lot of, you know, We didn't want to stress pressure. you out. Yeah. But we were, I was like, we're not making it. <laughs> we're not going to make this. Oh my God. We're not going to make this flight. You really so thought that? Like, we will. We will oh, yeah. make it. Oh. We were a little worried. I knew. I never had a doubt. So, fuck you. So we oh, sh- good. We okay. slept to the shuttle. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's because we protected you, Ashley. That's what Josh and I were there to do. We yeah. were there to make you feel confident that we were going to make yes. the flight and everything was going to be fine. And we were accompanied so we the by shuttle. the spirit of some Nephites, probably, too. We were. We were. <laughs> we get to the shuttle. Yeah. The doors open. Yeah, we... You go to the back and take a seat. <laughs> DJ and I load your 72 bags onto the shuttle. We have not discussed this. This is the first time we've discussed this. DJ and I load your 72 bags onto the shuttle. You're just sitting at the back. I'm I'm in full-on dad travel mode. So I'm counting bags. I am checking boarding passes. I'm like, I think Ashley's carry-on is missing. And you are in the back watching some reels on Instagram. And CJ and I are holding each other. I am counting bags over and over again. Like, do we have all six? Wait, did someone just take one of the bags? Wait, was that one bag ours? Like, I am in full-on panic as I count the bags and, 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 you know, like, go through them mentally and figure out what they are, and you are replying to someone's Instagram story at the back of the box. (laughs) Also, can I just, can I just say that these bags, you were so smart, you went to Savers and got bags. Yeah. 
and these bags were on their last leg. Oh, they like, were. You know, yeah, at any point, these bags were going to expire. They were just going to die right just They had a broken handle. They had a broken wheel. Like, <laughs> they were but yeah, but, five apiece. But I was in, I was sweating through my clothes, like boob sweat <laughs> coming out from under my t-shirt as I counted and recounted the bags and tried to figure out if your carry-on was there. And you were commenting on John Oller's Instagram story and saying, cute heart emoji. I don't, I'm so sorry. I don't know. You didn't know that happened. You didn't know any of that. No. This is the first you're hearing of it. I know. That's what we were there to do, though. That, we knew that that's, we were there to that's do That's why we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our goal. Can you imagine if I tried to do this alone? Okay. No, no, God, no. Okay. Because half of those bags would have yes, been left I, behind. I think Josh and I can't imagine what that would have been like. <laughs> Great. Yeah, Great. The, the, whole day, the whole day of the traveling, you just seemed very unbothered and very <laughs> relaxed about the slept, whole thing. I think she even slept on the plane. I think, she she, yeah, nice and I was, I was boiling over with stress and anxiety okay. the, the whole let time. me stop you right there when i am in an acute state of stress and trauma that is how uh -huh. i get wow i'm not you just ignore it i'm not truly wow. relaxed i am in a very like robotic like alternate reality kind of mode okay and i slept on the it plane because yeah because of you know moving because of trauma because of mormonism <laughs> you slept on the plane because of mormonism <laughs> okay so the plane happens and then what and then well le yeah let me move us ahead we get to the we ride the shuttle we get to the airport we unload the bags we get to the delta check-in the guy tries to sell me the delta credit card 7200 times and i'm like sir i have sixty five thousand dollars of credit card debt i'm not I'm not going to open this new credit card for miles. They check the bags. We head to the gate. We get on the plane. You fall asleep. We fly to San Francisco. We land. We get off. CJ has arrived. A lovely ride with Juan. Was that his name? Sure. I think that was his name. Yeah. He oh. meets us with a van. We yeah. load the bags. We head to the hotel. We can't figure out how to use the elevator. So we drag all the bags up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. And then the lady's like, you could have just used the elevator. <laughs> We dropped the bags in the hotel room. Yeah. Hello? You want me, should I keep going? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're doing great. You're doing really good. So then you were like, okay, at three o'clock, I need to meet someone at my new apartment. So let's go there. We're like, great. Let's grab some food on the way. <clears throat> we didn't really understand the nature of the tenderloin at this moment no. in San Francisco. No, we did not. We were... We had we kind of had whisperings. They were right. whisperings. Yeah, gentle whisperings. But San Francisco is very much a grid. It's just, you know, the streets run pretty straight. So it's like you like you can get to somewhere going a million different directions. So we needed to get from our hotel <clears throat> to your, your new apartment. Yeah. But in my navigate navigating, uh -huh. I was like, oh, we'll just go this way through the Tenderloin. Uh -huh. Well... Yeah. Here's the thing about the tenderloin. Number one, there's a lot of poop on the ground. Yeah. Number two, there's a lot of homeless, unhoused people. It's a little, it's a little sketchy. It's very. Yeah. So we, so I was, so I'm thinking, Sister Twain is moving here. Holy shit! Like this is not cute. Oh. What are you two thinking? 
Oh, I, I wasn't she faced was in, by it. I knew she was in, I knew that she was in one of the nicest neighborhoods of the city. Yeah. You know, I wasn't worried. Your, yeah, your actual apartment is in a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. But we did, we kind of did a little L through the tenderloin that we didn't need to do. Right. So. Now we know better. We don't have your bags, but we get to your your apartment on Bush Street. And we make a lot of jokes about bushes, right. both George H.W., pubic hair bushes. Like, we, we make it all those jokes. It could go so many directions. Yeah, yeah. So many ways. So we get there, and what do we find out? There's a sign on the door that says, if you are checking into your apartment, you need to go to, and then it gives us a different address. Right. For your, for, to check in. To get my keys. So we head there. Yeah. And, you know, another 20-minute walk, we're down the hill, blah, blah, blah. We get there, CJ and I sit on a bench, you go in, and we learn, dot, dot, dot. Um, that uh, I need my student ID, <clears throat> and I need to get it before 5 o'clock. Which is in a different building. Right. So we head to building number three. Yeah. We're trucking it. We head on over. We get to building number three. And then dot, dot, dot. They say the machine that makes the IDs was moved to a different building today because there was an orientation. Right, right. And this is just kind of so far communication other than with my own program, like my professors and stuff like that. But communication from the school has kind of been like this. So, do you think that maybe though there was an email you didn't see? Oh no, I checked. I checked during okay, during okay. this as we were walking. I was like, did I miss an email? Because okay, I always okay. want to know. I always want to know. That was my first thought. Was did she miss an email? No. Is this all because of a missed email? No, because the girl at the door said, "I've been having people come here all day trying to get their student IDs. I don't know why they didn't communicate this." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you had a key. You did not have an ID. The girl said she would meet you there the next day to get an ID. We don't need to go into all of that. No. We went back to your place, back to stop number one yeah. with your key. Yeah. We got led in by a lovely Indian girl with a unibrow. Yes. We rode the elevator that scared CJ and up to your apartment. <laughs> we went into your apartment. It was very tiny. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you want to say about your your apartment? Well, at first I was, you know, I, I knew it would be small. Okay. Right. I was grateful that it's my own apartment. I don't have a roommate. I have my own bathroom. I have my own kitchen. But yeah. like at the same time, like I was like, okay, this is this is my new home. I, I'm just I'm just not feeling it yet. It's this tiny studio and it's very like dormitory. And and I'm and I'm telling myself and telling you guys, trying to convince myself, like, if I landed an apartment like this in New York at this price, I would have hit the jackpot. And then saying that made me realize I probably hit the jackpot here in San Francisco as well. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. 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 Okay. And, and then should we skip to, we go to, back to the hotel. So we don't need to go play by play for the rest of the San Francisco, San Francisco trip. We got you there. We got your luggage there the next day in a complicated way. It was fine. We, but yeah, we, we had a lovely weekend in San Francisco together. The, uh, first of all, I want to say like maybe two weeks before we left, CJ, you created an agenda for the whole trip. 
And oh it, god! And it made me and Brother Coffee feel so loved and cared for. I had such a boner. Uh, yeah. For that agenda. And I just think it's weird nobody's written me a thank you note. Oh. You know? <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Wait, if I write you a thank you note, do I just write that one little house next to the general store? Yeah, like, Utah, <laughs> where are we posting one, this? Where are we Is that what I address to? it to? I literally have a P.O. box. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, I'm going to send you. Like, but it's Would not you text me, text me your P.O. box and I'm going to send you a thank you note. Oh my God. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I, you are. I was like, this will come as no surprise to anybody, but, but the idea of planning anything... <laughs> or executing anything terrifies me. Did I talk about this on the pod, how someone ruins my life if they tell me to go somewhere? Who knows? Yes. Oh, it's been yes, six you have. You on have. the pod? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. CJ sent yeah. us a list. She was like, this night we're going to do this. This day we're going to do this. She left the morning until 3 p.m. open every day so that we could, you know, help Sister Twain with whatever she needed to do. I mean, it was brilliant. Yeah. So it was so welcome. The first night, like weeks in advance, she had booked us a reservation at a restaurant called Foreign Cinema. It's all outdoor, under the stars. And on the back of the adjacent building is this huge screening of a black and white film. In this case, it was Ed Wood. And we had incredible service and incredible food. Such good food oysters cocktails oh my god that's good drinks like so magical it was a dream um uh, my favorite part was the name of the bread which was edible schoolyard bread was i had forgotten that yeah (laughs) edible schoolyard bread anyway um but it's also worth noting that san francisco is your town cj like it's your more or less your hometown. Yeah. Yeah, kind of in some ways. Yeah. I I just may I may I be serious for a moment. Yes, oh, please. As your Lord and Savior. Is this gonna um, be about getting on the shuttle from long term parking in Salt Lake? <laughs> no. Okay. I just <clears throat> Josh is oh sorry, Brother Coffee and I are just so oh now I might get a little choked up. Is this the first time somebody's done this on this? On this podcast, probably definitely not. Probably. Definitely not. I'm dead well, inside. <laughs> we were just so excited for you, just like so so excited for this huge journey that you're on, and just to watch you go through the whole process of, you know, like figuring out this is what you wanted to do, and then auditioning for schools, and we've just been, you know, so lucky to have this front row seat, yeah. this whole thing, and it just felt like going out there and giving you this beautiful you know, introductory experience was so important. And again, just such an honor. And so, yeah, to be able to do this was, I I will never forget it. It's, it was, it was incredible. And even though you slept, you slept in my bed the first night with your street clothes on, it was fine. I was, we, we snuggled up. Josh made sure that we all did, you know, had bathroom you know, exposure so that we could be alone in the bathroom if we needed to be. Yeah. And yeah. um yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it went so well. And yeah, you know that I... the... Oh sorry, go ahead. Well the foreign cinema was just a nod to like here it is. This is this is your foray into the acting world that you deserve so much. You oh, deserve this. God. You deserve all of it. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I believe you can that- edit that part out if you want. That was really just for, you know. That, no, that we'll leave it in. For- <laughs> I don't know how to edit things out, so we'll leave it in. <laughs> we'll leave I it. know. I I can't believe I even suggested that. That means a lot to me. And I believe you feel that way. Brother Coffee, not so much. You are kind of speaking for him. I I, I don't buy it. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> I like we don't need to rehash every detail of the trip but it was a lovely weekend yeah yeah my favorite moment other than foreign cinema was we took the ferry over to Sausalito (gasps) which is like a very a very touristy kind of little area across the bay Uh and then we rode the ferry back as the sun was setting and it was and we took photos and we laughed and the sea salt spray was in our hair yeah. oh. and it was magical and beautiful and we, it was such a wonderful we saw seals while we were having calamari cocktails dolphins oh, yeah. sea oh, lions and remember the remember the host at that restaurant he was so <gasps> fucking hot so he was so hot cute anyway anyway okay so we got you settled <clears throat> we bought you some stuff at a japanese grocery store and then we flew home yes you did cj gifted me a faux fur rug for the foot of my bed from yes. ikea and you gifted me a gooseneck kettle because i couldn't find one at target or ikea and, right, right. and those two things have made my life so sweet i love it so we're at 28 minutes on this segment why don't we take another break and and come back cj do you want to come back for the next segment or are you done for the night we're going to talk uh, about the I- tim ballard and and Hildebrandt. Let's just take it. Is this in front of a live audience? Like, should we take a live audience? Um, no. Like, does the live audience want me to stay? The live audience right now is my cats. Uh huh. And they are not paying attention. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. We could just play gonna... through. Let's not take a break. I don't need to pee or anything. Yeah. Should we just keep going? Okay, let's go team. Okay, okay Andy go team. Reed right now. Let's... Andy Reid right now. And I, I don't you know who that is. You, you don't know who that is. Okay. Um, Sister oh, Swain, we were going to do a little update on your life. Do you feel like you need to add anything to this, or do you feel like we've kind of covered it? Let's just leave it at that for now. I'm in school. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about my school experience on the next episode when we record right. at our weekly time. In 2027. <laughs> um, okay. Could, could I just... Could I just 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 a quick second yeah i could because i said something nice about ashley i'd also like to say something nice about i mean I'm, i don't your stupid names i don't know brother Twain. okay <laughs> brother, brother Twain. Brother Twain. <laughs> whoever i don't know okay listen okay there was one night ashley was all tucked in oh S- sister Twain was all tucked into our dormitory you know and josh uh brother coffee and i were back in the in our suite and he started to make me laugh so hard, so hard that I, for a moment, I started panicking. I thought I am never going to feel normal again, you know, because I couldn't, I could, we're just in these side, in this tiny little hotel room in these, you know, beds side by side. Right. Brother Coffee's on a roll. And when he gets on a roll, it's over for you bitches. You know, it's over. No. yeah, that's real. That's right. I literally almost died that night. Oh, and what, were, like, well, what were we laughing about? Do you remember? Well, let, uh, yes. Not something we can talk about on here. No. (laughs) It might might offend some folks. So we're just going to leave it at that. Okay. It did have to do with Dr. Moreau. 
the island of dr moreau <laughs> oh yeah that was a good one that was a good one <clears throat> here's what i want to say about sharing sharing a room with cj oh my god i am a homosexual man if if you are not aware our lord and savior our lord and savior cj christ is a fucking hot, sexy yeah. American woman. <laughs> and one of the great joys of this trip was texting CJ's husband and letting him know what was going on and saying, are you jealous? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I would just change it for Josh. So my, yeah, my, like, my like tits akimbo. Yeah, the it titties were out. And, and Josh's eyes were like, oh my God. I like, I took a photo of you. I don't know what's going on. I took a photo of you when you were changing and the titties were out that, like, should be hung in the Louvre. It's such a good photo. <laughs> but I only sent it to your husband because there's nothing else I can do with it. What am I going to do with this photo it's of gonna you? Have like... to go, it's going to have to go with the hot drinks. It is such a good photo and you look so fucking hot and your yeah. husband was so fucking sad and horny at home yeah it was so and mean. i was just laying in my bed thinking about henry cavill <laughs> taking a photo of you with your titties out i mean it was a beautiful well, moment there I, but honestly i was laughing so hard and then all of a sudden you said can you just go to bed so i can text these men on grinder you were on grinder the whole Wait, time did I, really say that? I was having a near-death experience <laughs> oh yes God. I'm so sorry. Near death and I was experience. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I was laughing so hard I couldn't oh. compose myself. I thought. And you I know what? Die. I texted those men on Grinder, and nothing happened. Nothing came of it because <clears throat> I'm scared of humans and scared of sex. Anyway. Yeah, we all knew that. You you didn't need to say it. We knew it. Okay. Church stuff. We are shifting. We're pivoting, as Ross We're said. Pivoting. Fran and pivot. 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 Um. <laughs> there's some shit that went down. The night before we left for San Francisco. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's astrological. Yep, I agree. Anyway, the first thing was this Judy, Julie, Julie through the glass, Hildebrandt. Oh, Jody. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Tell us about that. What's that? Here's the thing. We're not going to rehash the whole story for you. If you don't know who Jody Hildebrandt is and you don't know who Ruby, what's her last name? Uh, Frank, Frankie, Frankie, Ruby, Frankie, then get on the Googles, get your shit together before you come to this podcast. Don't come to this podcast unprepared. We worked too hard for that. We worked too hard for that. Show up with your shit together. Anyway, Jody Hildebrandt and Ruby from Kaylee. Um, Yes, that so- shit all broke the night before we left to San Francisco. And in the, yes. in the security line at the airport, I said, have you guys heard about this Jody Hildebrand? And then yes. we, and then anyway, we, we got right into all the shit. Well, well, what ha- my family has been personally affected by Jody. So my family text was going off the hook. Yeah. And yeah, so I was in kind of a state of trauma a bit because I was like, oh, I shit. know, I know. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to like reveal too much, but like your family, many members of your family were like clients of Jody. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yes. Well, yes. One in particular. And it's not Nini. You're all going to ask, is it, well, is it the sister of the plane crash? No. No. <laughs> no. She just burned up in that plane crash and then she went, moved to Nevada. <laughs> she's, she's, she's fine. 
But yes, I had another sibling who was involved with Jody, and it trashed our family. Trashed yeah. our family. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have been hurt by her for almost a decade. We've been going on this. So, yeah, when she got arrested, it was like, oh, we were well, so grateful. So we spent a lot of the weekend, like you were getting a lot of messages from like nieces and nephews and from siblings yeah. saying, you know, kind of trying to get your whole take on this whole thing. So we spent a lot of time talking about, okay, what does this mean? What do I say to this person? Right. What do I say to this niece? What do I say right. to this nephew about this whole trauma of this? Yes. And MLM. my husband, because my husband got roped in. I don't mind saying, this is hot tea on hot drink. I oh. don't mind saying, when my husband was in the Temple movie, he was making a Temple movie, and one of my siblings who was working with Jody got wind of it. And that sibling, and Jody convinced that sibling to call the temple department. Temple to department? tell them. That the temp, well, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Hello, temple department. Can you connect me to the temple department? <laughs> so my husband was Peter in the temple movies that they right. were making at the time. Yeah. But who, he, and the director turned out to be a child molester yep. and so they had to sure, sure. You know. we will go down okay. we will go yeah. down super <laughs> right. super so anyway she caught this sibling he or she called the temple department and said i <laughs> i i need to report that you have a a sex addict acting as peter and that so that was crazy it was absolutely right. crazy and yeah. this sibling's definition of a sex addict is basically any straight man Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And she and this sibling, um, yeah, knew that we had a very active, enjoyable sex life, and so that was so reason that, enough to call. Yeah, call the temple, the temple department. And, the temple yeah, department. And say, <laughs> Hello, please said, connect me to the temple department. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, some inside scoop about a sex addict. Yes, <laughs> 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 they said. I will be victimized every time I go to the temple oh, if I have to see your yeah. sex addict. Your sibling acting as Peter. Right. Yes. Yeah. I listen, to be fair, I am also he victimized every addict. time I go to the temple when your husband says we will go down. <laughs> like <laughs> I am victimized in that moment when oh he says God. we will go down. Just has, to be fair. Joss has a fake temple recommend just to get a little fix every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Just you know what? to be fair. Like just for when... someone to tell me to bow my head and say yes. And I'm like, oh, daddy. Mm, daddy, yes, I'll say yes. I liked it when when he said, we have sufficient for our needs. Oh, I know, God. Oh. We have sufficient for our needs. Because <laughs> when it comes to my husband, when it comes to my husband, sufficient. You know what I mean? Sufficient right. for my needs. He is sufficient for all of our needs. I don't, I don't know what I can say here, but I just, I concur. I concur. But we will go down. We will go down. We will. Oh my God. So there are a couple things I want to say about the whole thing. Um, and then we can move on to Tim Ballard, which we're so excited to do. Uh, that was a joke. Um, but I think it is so fucking great that your nieces and nephews have you. See, no, agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. That they could reach Thank out you. to someone who has done the work, done their work, who is actively and with uh, maturity and awareness doing their deconstruction and can help them see 
outside of the lens of of what they were raised in. And yeah. so the other thing I want to say too is that this is really this really took a big fucking toll on you emotionally and then you know when something takes a toll on you emotionally it bleeds over into mental and physical and and all the rest and exhaustion yeah 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 and um uh i just that's it that's all i wanted to say just acknowledge that that's that you've been through quite a bit thank you yeah thank you that's why they call me the lord and savior because I am about saving and then I get resurrected and I you, have to lay in my bed for seven days and then I get up. You carry people's burdens. And then you come back. Yeah. But also, yeah. But also the trade-off is the validation that you feel because Jody and her partner were exposed for who they really yes. are. Yes. Yeah. I, <clears throat> one of my nephews was here this weekend who was, um, he was made to work with Jody and he, just these stories keep coming out. And this weekend, he told me that he wasn't even allowed to go to Thanksgiving with his family. And uh, as part of a punishment for his. Yeah, um, well, because, yeah, because he like looked at porn. So then it was like, well, you don't get to come to Thanksgiving. <gasps> and yeah, he wasn't allowed to have any contact with his siblings. So one time he was at the store and he saw his siblings at the store and he turned around and left the store because oh my god because he wasn't allowed to see them <laughs> it's really so if i could just get you know to say to all these gentle listeners that you have this connection shit was bad bad news yeah yeah it was bad news for sure yeah. for sure it so ruby i think ruby got got um scammed into it you know is i think jody's been awful from the beginning well, yeah, Ruby's kind of the face of it because she's the one that had the big YouTube channel and the big, yeah. you know, whatever. But like, but Jody was the one pulling pulling the strings all along. Yes, and was yes. the real insidious evil force in the background. And so, yeah, 100%. so, so you're saying that it's because of Jody that Ruby ended up duct taping her children and inflicting wounds upon them and and um, starving them. Yes, allegedly. Yes, it, make yes sure we allegedly. Ugh. But yeah, it's really the connections. I just hope <clears throat> that that Jody's business gets sued. You know, like I I, I hope people understand that this is yeah. she's the real yeah. And her and I don't want to I don't I don't want to oversimplify it, but Jody's a big old dyke, right? Like we all can <laughs> see that, right? I mean, I've been saying that since like the moment she, I met her. She tosses a Caesar salad. <laughs> Like nobody's business. Like nobody's business. Yeah, like we can all see that, right? And there's a lot yeah. of hatred there, and there's a lot of shame there. Oh yes, and, yeah. a lot of self hatred and shame. Oh god, yeah. And yeah, it's always been uh, my theory that she, that she, because she grew up in this religion where she couldn't be who she was. Yeah. She had to go around destroying marriages so that she wasn't alone. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, boom, boom. Yeah. It probably made her feel a lot better to destroy a hetero marriage. Yeah. Uh, wow and she ended up with um, so much power mm-hmm. okay do you do either of you follow the instagram account unsettling mormonism uh mm-hmm. maybe okay or the tomsters do you all know the no. tomsters yes i do anyway there's unsettling mormonism posted a bunch of stuff this weekend and the toms they they reposted some stuff that the tomsters have posted but basically just this idea that like 
Mormonism teaches people to be suspicious of cults like secret combinations and that will you know will the need to overthrow the u.s government and that the leadership <laughs> of the church will be infiltrated by secret combinations yeah and then we live in this time where mormons are starting to say like the tomster supposed to video today where mormons are starting to say you know we believe that the leadership of the church has been corrupted and has been infiltrated and is no longer operating, you know, for God and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that's what the Tomsters anyway. say. Well, the Tomsters shared a video where it was a mom and a daughter saying, oh, we feel okay. like as, as, as <coughs> faithful Latter-day Saints that we need to just speak out and say, we feel like the leadership of the church has been corrupted by secret combinations because they are speaking out against people like Jody Hildebrand or Tom Ballard. Right. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Isn't it interesting? The thing you protest about the most is the thing that is actually happening behind the scenes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tim Ballard. What a piece Tim of Tim Ballard. Shit. So, first, it's, you know. But so hot in those underwear. So. Picks. Have you seen those? <laughs> So tell me, tell me if I got this right. Tell me if I got this. So our O U R, his organization to save kids from sex, sex trafficking, right? Um, it's been getting bad press for a while because because it wasn't actually saving kids, right? Right. Because it is not respected or <clears throat> supported by any actual organization that actually works with sex trafficking dealing with sex trafficking or the sex trafficking <laughs> right right and so how long ago was it that women started to come forward saying they were being sexually harassed well it, publicly we just heard for the first time <laughs> i think publicly for the first time last week but um, okay yeah but he was ousted from from his organization for because of these allegations okay and listen yeah. You're not, no one's here for the facts. <laughs> no, they can Google the facts. Okay, okay, then what do you want to say? You you go then. I just want to boil it down to this fucking horny white man <laughs> who's allegedly saving the babies from the from the pimps <laughs> meanwhile was sending underwear photos to other women saying don't I look hot or whatever you know what I mean like it's just so fucking disgusting right right like and, it's just like and we've this got this man who's who thinks he's the white savior of the world <clears throat> was meanwhile sending photos of him in his underwear and he looks he doesn't even look that good he looks fine it's fine but it's not great no and anyway. and and saying I would know like, we need yeah. to pretend we're married while we're on this mission and that includes right. showering together right Right. Yeah. And so then, lo and behold, like two or three days ago, John DeLynn put on Twitter that he had had it on good authority that Tim Ballard was getting next or had been right. next. Right. And I was like, what? And this was after the church denounced Tim Ballard, like, like their PR department, right? Which is wild because when is the last time the church has denounced someone like publicly like exactly? That? I can't wrap my head around it. Like, who's running PR over there these days? It's a new guy, maybe. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I just think that most people know that the church was trying to divorce themselves from it because Elder Ballard was a silent partner. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. meeting with Tim monthly and Tim said he's a silent partner. So I think it was their way of getting ahead funds. of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like M. Russell Ballard was a silent partner? Yes. Of our? Of Tim. Oh, whatever Tim was up to, you know. Great. <clears throat> I think Elder Ballard probably had the hots for Tim. That's my, that's my. Okay, here's the tea. Here's the yeah. tea. Here's I, the hots. Yeah. yeah. I think he was like, I'm going to give this guy a blessing once a month. You know? <laughs> okay. And then, and then it's pretty, it's pretty for sure that he was excommunicated, right? Like. No, I think I think Dylan's the only one that's reported that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, he might be jumping the gun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't. But like, also, I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Like, I just think this is someone that the Mormon Church, <clears throat> you know, wanted to like glom themselves onto to say, oh, this is someone who's like fighting for the children and for families and blah, blah, blah. And then that person became slightly problematic and the Mormon church was like, oh, we don't have anything to do with this person, even though they are in bed together and tied up together and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't fucking care if he gets excommunicated. Like, I know. He's literally going on a, I mean, as of as of this publication, Tim Ballard has been invited to be a speaker on a cruise, like with LDS personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like the church wants to pretend like, oh no, we never had anything to do with him. No, fucking you fucking did, you <laughs> yeah, bitches. I know. You absolutely fucking did. And now you're now you're backpedaling because it's turned out that he's like a creepy dude who sends underwear pics and who tells women they have to shower with him yeah like it's just it's like a tale as old as time so yeah so with tale the as old as time with jody through the glass hildebrandt and this tim ballard stuff all happening recently what what is the message we're trying to drive home here well i i just want to interject really quickly to say that the psychic that oh, tim the used psychic. that channeled nephi I forgot it about this. This was my neighbor in Provo. Oh. So Tim <laughs> used a woman who was a psychic who spoke to Nephi, the prophet mm-hmm. of the Book of Mormon. Right. Mm-hmm. And Nephi Who's not real. told <clears throat> this psychic where the sex trafficker children were. Yeah. Of course he did. From Nephi. Mm-hmm. She was your next door neighbor. She yes. taught your kids piano lessons. Uh, well, she bought my grandpa's house. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that was weird. And then I've had I also have had family members go on raids with Tim. So, so Ashley, I I feel like <laughs> I feel like these two stories, you know, next to each other, was just too much for me. It was just yeah. like, oh. My yeah. God. And I have a family member going on the cruise with them. So, you know, it's just, yeah, it's been, Speaking. it's been hard. Is time. he still going to go on that cruise? Do you think anyone involved with that cruise will be like, we got to pull the plug on this like sexual predator? <laughs> well, or do you I, think they don't care? I was listening to the, the, his wife did an interview. 
I was listening to it and she was like, Tim just needs, he needs, he needs to, you know, have some healing time. And Aww. so I was thinking Aww. this is probably good out for him, you know, <laughs> no, like maybe he could say, Hey everybody, I gotta, I gotta skedaddle on, on out of here because I gotta do some healing. Oh, he needs to do some healing on this cruise that you're paying. No, no I'm just saying it's a perfect, like a perfect, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? It's a it's a perfect excuse to get out of shit because he can just say I'm I'm healing. So he may not. You know what I mean? He may not go on the cruise if he if he goes on. That's the what cruise, I'm saying. Yeah, I'll be shocked if he still goes on the cruise to speak. I'll be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're giving Mormons a lot of credit <laughs> that maybe they don't deserve. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> Wow. Well, okay. but you know, he was he was all he was already set to run for Mitt Romney's seat. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the timeline, right? Like he was, he was. Uh, they all the shit came down because he was looking to run. Right. So, okay. So I, I this is the takeaway that I have. Okay. Any organization that says we're here to save the children, whether it's like Jody with her, you know, we're going to save the children by teaching them truth and distortion and, you know, um, or it's Tim Ballard going out in the world to, to, you know, save children who are being trafficked. Yeah. It's all just, it's anytime somebody says this is for the children, it's a scam. That's, yeah. that's the takeaway I have. Okay. Yeah. They're lying. They're fa That's fair. I mean, and that's what the church says too. So absolutely. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Well, great. Let's end this on a positive note. Um, there was uh, like a, do you want like, like a C? Uh, like what note do you want? Like a D flat? Can we do a D sharp? <laughs> we cannot, we cannot do a D sharp, <laughs> but you know who can oh do a gosh. D sharp? Mr. C. Jane. Oh, yeah, he can't do it. Get he it. All night. Okay. All right. Well, that's it from the temple department tonight. Um, Uh-oh. We lost Did we lose Josh? We totally oh, lost so, Josh. So um, we could talk about him all we want. We, we're just going to stop. We're just going to call it because to invite him back on, we'd have to stop and then come back on again. Um. And that would be weird. Are, but I guess we could. Are we still recording? We, we are. Still, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something happened to Brother Coffee. Well. This is my favorite. What? What is your favorite? <laughs> that it, the, the, uh, Spotify for podcasters literally just shut it down. The reason that Spotify for podcast shut it down is because my child tried to call me because he needed money to go buy candy at 7-Eleven. <laughs> that was that was the straw. That was the did straw. You, did you send CJ an invite? Yes. I I mean I think so. I don't fucking know. My child what? was like, please, I've got two dollars in my Apple Cash and I have seven dollars cash. Are you gonna send me ten dollars? Then I can go to 7 Eleven and get some candy. And I'm like, it is 10.50 at night. 
I hope CJ doesn't join us. I hope she's smart enough <laughs> to live her life. <laughs> this was a fun episode. It was super fun to have. Was it? To have her. <laughs> Listen, let's wrap with this. Okay. Patreons, you are doing God's work. Thank you so much. Thank you. I could not pay my city credit card bill without your support. So thank I you. Could have not, I could not have those carrots without. No, those carrots were paid for by, <laughs> by Patreon. Patreon money. Yes. So I know you want to cancel because we're not doing jack shit for you. Hey, <gasps> Jody, Jody Hildebrand is going to. <laughs> Jody, are you calling us from jail? They gave you one phone call today and you gave it to us. This is a this is a recording from the St. George Correction Facility. You accept. We accept! Jody, we accept! We accept! Hello. Hi Jody. So Jenny Jody, brass tax, you're a dyke, right? You love to toss a salad, right? Look, the whole point was to get me into a woman's correctional facility. That was the yeah, whole point of right. connections. That's, it's a buffet that's out right. here. That's right. Jody, we know. We've been new. And we've known. Oh, my, my face hurts from laughing. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, Jody, we're just doing a little wrap up. But we're like, so grateful that you kind of like so. I like to wrap up these women here in this correctional facility. Yeah, that's right. Wrap up the wrap up that hush. <laughs> Jody likes to wrap up that cush. <laughs> I can't she help. likes to get her distortion down into <laughs> that business. It's it's healing it's healing to laugh about these things, you know. Because oh. at the end of the day, what do you have? You just have laughter. With that, there you go. Anything can make you laugh if you try hard enough. It's That's true. Right. It's true. Laughter through the tears. Yeah. Jody. Jody. Steel magnolias. Jody. Jo- <laughs> All right. Oh, I just want to say it's the, it's October first. Yes. Yeah. It's almost Ashley's birthday. Oh, Sister Twain's birthday. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Do I have to buy I a present? Just, no. I, just, <laughs> I hope all of your gentle listeners go and get. A pumpkin spice frosty from Wendy's. Divine. I can't it's a, it's a divine. A I'm so excited. Yeah, I, you gotta I'll go. Do it's it. so good. I'll I do mean, it. we hitched we hitched the wagon up and took all the kids down <laughs> into the valley. How far away is um, Wendy's? Like it's, like it's like yes. a twelve hour drive. It's 30, 35 minutes. Okay. 35 okay. Minutes. I told Sister Twain at the beginning of this that any gentle listener that saw this pop up on their podcast feed and that said, oh, fuck, I thought I'd never see them again, owes us each $15 and $20. Yeah. 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 So and, I expect yeah. my Venmo tomorrow morning to be like, ping, 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 ping. Yeah. Hell you yeah. Get, you could get three pumpkin spice frosties with, with, <laughs> with $15. I'm yeah. so excited. I don't work tomorrow. I'm a hundred percent going to get a frosty yeah you are well return and report let me know how it is because i think i have like a 25 minute walk to get to a wendy's in san francisco from where i'm at 
Oh, bitch. She's like, no, I live in San Francisco. Oh, my God. I have to walk so far. We don't have Wendy's here. We just have cute local pizzerias and cute local coffee shops. Oh, my God. Where's a Wendy's? What is it? Oakland? food and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's funny how Ashley, our lives, Sister Twain and my lives are more alike now than they were when you were in, you know, like we both have convenient inconveniences that we didn't have before. Oh, you know what I wow. Mean? Yes. So you have to walk 25 minutes to get a Wendy's and I have to hitch the, the wagon up. Yeah. Make sure the horses are fed and watered. <laughs> you know? You got to get the straps ready and you got to head yes. into town. Just you so gotta, somebody yeah. figure out if you need if you need new calico or if the calico you have is sufficient. Oh my God. That's right. We got to go get some linen. Yeah. Yeah. Some gingham. Yeah. And nothing's some. Convenient. Uh, it's nothing's yeah. convenient in San Francisco and nothing's convenient in LaSalle. It's like we are living parallel lives. We really, really are. You know yeah. where things are convenient? South Salt Lake. <laughs> Everything's easy. My life Everything. is easy. My trauma is easy. My financial struggles are easy. Your life is actually perfect. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty goddamn easy. Yeah. Anyway. What a bitch. All right. Well, this has been, (laughs) I don't know what it's been. Courtney, when I said, before you came back, when I said, okay, well, this has been a really great episode, Josh goes, has it? (laughs) oh god that reminds me the the first time i told my husband i loved him i said i love you and he goes do you oh and you married him anyway well you know for the d you know what i'm you know what i'm saying Uh, i do i don't know how much i can say here i do want to say i'm sorry to you, Jodie Hildebrandt, that you don't get to wake up in the morning and say, oh, a hot new episode of Hot Drinks, because you're on it. Like, you'll see it on your feed, and you'll be like, I don't fucking care. I talked to those idiots last night. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jody Hildebrandt. But I would say that every day, don't you think? I talk to you idiots every day. I still get so excited for a podcast. It's... I already know what well... you're going to say. I already know the stories you're going to tell. Yeah. I'm going to talk about how tipping is mutual aid. You know that's coming. Going to talk about your first time in a gay club. Yeah, I'm going to text you guys. You know that's you coming. You told this story on Hot Drinks. You told it again last night. Right? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. That's the point, isn't it? Wait, did it end again? That we're predictable. No. I'm sorry. No, My child here. is trying to call me again. Are we still okay, here? Let's okay, let's end it. Let's end it. We gotta end it because my child is like, can I get money for 7-Eleven? Yeah, that's important. Anyway, please support our Patreon. Thank you, Jody. Uh, Thank you for taping those children up. (laughs) Oh my god. You're welcome. I'm I'm taping up some women as we speak. Stop them from testing themselves. Uh Right. Okay, we're done. We're done here. We're done. Okay. Okay, bye. Have a good night. Chicka, 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 chicka.